Did you know that 82 to 92 percent of traditional habits fail? Like uh, as, as an example, oh, I'm going to the gym three times a week. It's my New Year's resolution. Did you know 82 to 92 percent fail? Depend depending on where you where you research. Why I'm giving a range here, and it's kind of terrifying. That's a really really high number. It's extraordinarily high. It kind of makes you realize like why everyone stays the same. Like 90% of the people who say they're going to go to the gym fail. I didn't realize it was that high. 90%. Anywhere, again, anywhere between 82 and 92%, depending on where you're researching. But yeah. Okay. So nine out of 10 people that say they're going to make an improvement don't. So the question is, why? Now, if you've ever been to the gym, especially around New Year's time, place jam-packed out of nowhere. It's unbearable. <laughs> And you're like, I can't wait until these 90% fall off. And you hate to say it because you don't want to prey on the downfall of other people. But my goodness, when when you can't use any machine that you need, it's unbearable. Stay bad at life. So mine's easier. The traffic's worse. <laughs> oh. So the... <laughs> So the question... I want the whole world to fail. Yeah, please, so I can be better. (laughs) So the question becomes why, and it's really built in traditional habit building. I think where people fall fall prey to, I'm going to build a new habit. And you can tell me if you've ever thought this too. Hey, I'm going to build a new habit. I want to make this change. And the first place that you're really coming from is a place of lack. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah. Do you understand what I mean by what you're coming from a place of lack? Like if I want to make a change for the better, I'm seeing myself here today, but my desired self is here. Yeah. Right. So automatically you're like, I'm not enough. So that's, that's a bad place to come from if you want to build something new. It's a really difficult place to be consistent within. So in traditional habit building, what happens is that you design... Well, there's two things that really happen. One, you typically make this spirit of change, this idea of change coming from not only a place of of lack, but in that moment, you're coming from a place of, I can do it. Like you have this motivation. There, there is, there's some sort of catalyst there that's like, I'm going to do this no matter what. And naturally, two weeks later, that catalyst isn't there. And what happens? You, you become one of those nine out of ten and Aisley can get on her gym machine quicker. <laughs> so we thank you. That's the full episode. <laughs> and that'll, that'll do it. Hey, thanks thank so much for, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for being a 9 out of 10. I hope you learned something. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope you learned how to get out of the way. <laughs> get out of the way. Get out of the way. Get out of my way. Yeah, so in that moment when they, when they make that decision, they're coming from, they're, they have some sort of catalyst that they have decided, I can do it without understanding that they're actually coming from a place of lack. And then the second thing that comes that that happens in traditional habit building is there's absolutely zero context of real life scenarios. So as an example, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. It seems very doable, right? Especially if you're motivated or you have uh, some sort of catalyst that's pushing you to, to say it at that time and you commit to it. What if you get sick for a week and you can't go to the gym for those three days? Now you've failed. There's no context to life. So it's just black or white, win, loss. It's like binary code in a computer, zero or one. That's it. And there's no other context. You just got to get to that 
destination. And if when inevitably when you don't get that get to that destination, you have a failure. And when you have that failure, you have a feeling of loss. And once you have a feeling of loss, what ends up happening is that starts to compound and exponentially fall the the the, the direction you don't want it to. You crash and burn. You cr- <laughs> you crash and burn. You become nine out of the ten. Aisley can once again get on a gym machine quicker. <laughs> we thank you again. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you again. So when you start to spiral, and we're going to go over a bunch of examples that way this will fit into your life you know if you're somebody who's either doesn't go to the gym isn't interested in the gym doesn't need to go to the gym like this this example doesn't fit but maybe you have different examples in your life and you're going to see how those things how those things come together but everybody wants to make changes so the first thing that they do is they decide we're going to make this change and i'm going to set this numerical there's usually a quantitative level to it like I don't know, what's an example that you've ever used for the gym? I want to lose 10 pounds. Yeah, I want to lose 10 pounds or... I want to lose 5 pounds, whatever maybe. Yeah, I want to go 5 times in a week. Okay, so what? let's just use you as an okay. example. What What are some of your goals when it comes to the gym stuff, you know, maybe as an... Because it's an easy example for you. Yeah, um, I try to go to the gym 5 days a week. Okay, so you're 5 days a week. I don't and really what, do weight, like I don't do numbers with that, so just 5 days a week. And what... Oh, you mean you're like, like your I don't, own I don't, personal weight. Yeah, my own like, per- like I don't step of- on the scale and like I want to lose 10 pounds because I know that it doesn't work like that because you, this is not even on the topic, but if you want to lose, you're going to gain muscle and it's just stupid to do off weight for me personally where I'm at. Here's the best part about that. Here's why that is actually on topic is people don't look at the context around of what their results might be yeah. and how something might change. So you just happen to understand that when you put on muscle, you're actually going to put on weight. So if I'm just saying, hey, I want to drop 10 pounds without any context, you would say that you failed. That's why people yeah. quit. Well, so I, actually went, I actually on. went through that. That's why I don't do weight anymore is because I went through that. I was really frustrated. I was working out for like six months straight and I, I actually gained weight and I was so angry. <laughs> I was like, I'm failing. And then eventually- I'm going to need a bigger car to get me to the gym <laughs> to, for the nine out of the 10 to get out of my way. <laughs> and then it occurred to me that it was muscle that I was putting on and I wasn't failing. I just had a silly goal. Like the goal wasn't relative to what I wanted to achieve. Okay. That's that's really good. So you're starting to get into how we're going to improve this because we're going to use something called elastic habits uh, to put context to what we're doing. That way we can be more successful in the changes that we want to make and build better habits. So in your specific example, I want to go to the gym five days a week. What happens when you hit four days a week? Like something stops you from going the fifth time? Yeah, like it, it could be anything. I just... You had a migraine on Monday. I did. So if you didn't go to the gym on Monday, how did it feel not to get there? Um, it kind of like it, it. It's like ouch, that kind of hurts. Like I want to be at the gym, but you can't. But I mean, see it. So it ate at you a little bit. A little bit. If I on days that I can't go to the gym, it really does eat at me. Like when I like am out of town or something, or I have work, and I just have like a back to back day, and it doesn't make sense for me to to go to the gym because I'm so busy. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, I. It almost makes me like grumpy when I don't get to go, but. We're getting a full therapy session. We are getting a full therapy. That's why I didn't (laughs) want to talk about it because we're going to go into this and you're going to be like, that's a mental thing. (laughs) So it, so it is. So now luckily for you, you have gotten through the, you've been doing this long enough now that you actually have a habit of going to the gym. Yeah. That's, that's why it eats at me. It's not because like, I feel like I'm like failing. It's just part Mm -hmm. of my everyday routine. So when I like, it's like taking away part of your routine, like not getting to brush your teeth in the morning. 
Yeah, so the context of that a little bit. It's a little different. Yeah. It's not like I'm trying to set a habit. I already have the habit. Are you saying 9 out of 10 people don't brush their teeth in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get out I'm of done. my way. Uh, that's that's a good example. So you're at a slightly different stage of it. But when you were first starting, yeah, that was a very dangerous place to be. Yeah, because then you just feel like you don't have to go tomorrow. Like. I did go through that where I would go it's part of that spiral. Yes. I would go like two or three times a week. And then on the fourth day, if I, if I miss like the fourth day, then I'm like, Oh, there's no point in going tomorrow. Yeah. And especially if you get comfortable in that position where you just, it's like you work and then you get comfortable not going. And then you just like, Oh, I don't need to go. Like, Oh, I missed one day. I was fine. I can miss another day. and I'll be fine. Yeah. Your brain just wants to do whatever it did the day before to survive. Right. So if you, you, know, you broke your habit or you haven't built it yet, it, the, the pain of not changing is still less than the change. So therefore, inevitably, we end up defaulting back, especially without context to our new habit building plan, which is really where the elastic habits come in. And we'll start using different examples. But with elastic habits, if you want to build a new habit, if you want to improve, if you want to be more consistent, be more productive, um, make more money, have more fulfillment, all of these things are built in elastic habits, actually. And having a perspective, zooming out your perspective, and having understanding different contexts to what you're actually trying to do. So in your specific example, hey, I'm trying to go to the gym five days a week. Most people would say that, and when they hit four, the next week they wouldn't go once. Because the example becomes, well, I've already lost, so what, what's the matter? I can't gain that back. I can't gain that time back. So they end up falling back into old ways and old comforts, because the only thing they really want to happen is to feel better. So if that's becoming too painful, they step back. That way they can feel better again. So in Elastic Habits, what it does is it gives context to real-life scenarios and situations. So the example that we can use if we want to stick with the gym or we, we can... You we can, can use use the diet one because I think the pop one was really good where you're like, I have one, so... Yes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yes. I can relate to that one. That one we can talk about because I'm actually... Yeah. Y- yeah, so I had... So I was addicted to pop or you might call it soda if you're a lower life form, I understand. <laughs> And if you're and if you're really a weirdo, you just call it Coke, even if it's a Dr. Pepper or a Pepsi. So all my Texas people, hello, I, I know you're there. I love you. Thank you. I'm just kidding. But uh, over life for Leanne, shout out to you for teaching me that. Uh, yeah, they just call it Coke, no matter what it is. That's really odd. So 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 they're in Texas, and she was like, I couldn't get like in your training. So I have a free training on this that you can watch with. We'll put a link in the description down below and you'll be able to watch a free training specifically about this. That way you can apply it to your life and get better results and be more productive. So she was watching that and she was talking about how she was like, I couldn't get over that. You you kept losing me at pop. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? I'm losing you at pop. I was like, Oh, you call it soda. And she was like, no, we call it Coke. And I was like, what if it's a Pepsi? She's like, doesn't matter. You asked what kind of Coke then? I was like, wow. really? But, it, but, it, but I do like this example. So I, to pull it back to what we were talking about, I was addicted to pop. I would drink, I, like I could, I could drink a two liter a day without hesitating. Like, and I, I recognize it's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I'll go into all the reasons on why I ended up quitting, you know, later. Cause that's just a bunch of extra details that aren't like relevant. Like, that's a I, rabbit hole and a half. Yeah. I wanted to, I, I, at the end of the day, we'll talk about that when we go over compounding habits because one habit's really causing all your bad habits. And that was one of mine, but I, I wanted to make a change. I'd finally made that commitment to make a change. Now in the past I had committed to make the change. And then six weeks later I was back on pop. So why is Dr. Pepper the nectar of the gods? I don't know. Like it's because it's not Coke nor root beer nor cola. Like it's unbelievable. Uh, so like that's just some of the things that would pull me back in is like, it was that taste, right? 
but I would set this goal of not drinking a pop, right? And what ends up happening is six weeks later, four weeks later, I would, I would, I would, I would inevitably have one. And what would happen is the moment I had one, the moment it touched my lips, I would go, I failed. And since I failed, I'd have five more that night. Oh, I already failed today. So since I can't win, I might as well just get my fill. I've, I've earned it. I went four weeks. I've earned it. How many times have you said that to yourself about something? Oh, I've done a really good job. I've earned this. I actually didn't drink pop for almost like three or four years, like Mm -hmm. all through high school. And that is what happened. I had one, one drink, one, I think it was a McDonald's Sprite. And I was like, well, it's over now. So I might as well start drinking pop again. So it's over now. So yeah, and it's so addictive too, because the, everything that's in it is so good though. Um, (laughs) I just love the taste of it, but, but here I am still off of it, but also flexible and understanding if I do have one, I'm still winning. So when I was trying to create this habit before, make this change, when I would have a pop, I would come from a place of failure and a place of lack. So, man, I already failed. So I would have four or five more that day because I would be looking at this scenario as I failed. Black and white, lost, done, can't complete it, can't, can't win anymore. That's that spiral downwards that I'm talking about. So with elastic habits, it's an understanding and a context of your life and what's happening around you and what's happening within the goal that you have. The exact same thing happens. Okay. I decide again this past Thanksgiving. So November I've been off pop since November. So I make the decision. I'm not going to be on pop anymore. I I'm done. I've been challenged and I'm that's it. I'm finished. I ended up having one, I think six or eight. We, I went a couple months without having a single one. And then I had like half of one normally in my tr- old traditional habit building where the 90% fail, I would have gone, oh, I lost. But now that I've been practicing elastic habits for a few years now, especially with new habit building and things like that, is I was able to look at that scenario. This is the exact same scenario as the situation before, the example before. But now I went, I've only had half a pop in two months. What a win. The exact same thing happened. But one I celebrated and the other one I condemned myself. So the traditional habit builders out there that are really struggling... They just condemn themselves all day long. So why wouldn't you fall back into old habits? Because you're comfortable there. And even if you're not happy with your life, you're surviving there. Now, with elastic habits, having flexibility and understanding that I can improve every day. It's coming from a place of improvement and progress. So now I can look at that scenario and go, I've only had half a pop in eight weeks. I've never been able to do that before. So now I'm celebrating. Now I'm excited. Now you build momentum because motivation is not real. Momentum is. Now I have all this momentum towards, and I didn't have another one for another month. And then I didn't have another one for another month. So I was able to get out of that by understanding that I can add context to my life and context to my habits. So for the gym, hey, I got sick. It's okay. People get sick. I didn't go this week. I've been to the gym more in the past three weeks than I had in the previous 12 months. Even if it's not getting sick, like even if it's just like, I didn't feel like going today. Just one day you're like, I'm busy. Or, like, I just don't feel up for it. Like, that's okay, too. Yeah. But, like, I feel like, because sick makes it, like, sick is like, oh, I actually can't go. But I feel like it's almost worse if you're like, oh, I don't feel like going today. Like, I just don't feel like lifting today. I don't feel like running today. Yeah. Because I've been there where I, like, I just didn't feel it. And then I was, and then I didn't go. And then you condemn yourself. You're like, I could, I could have gone, but I didn't. And so instead of being like, I've been going consistently for, at the time, probably like three months or like four months. Instead of doing that, I was like, I didn't go to the gym today. And now I'm failing and I'm, never going to go again. (laughs) 
one of the most important things I think Elastic Habits has given me is grace. Yeah, you forgive yourself and you allow yourself to be human. Yeah, you don't condemn yourself on every new corner that you take. You have grace for yourself, you forgive yourself, you love yourself. And inevitably, what ends up happening is you build the new habit because you're coming from a place of progress. When you should have seen us... The first time we were setting up this podcast, it took us like four hours. It was literally a half a day, more than a half a day. I was here from like... It took forever. It was like five and or six hours of us setting up and... And we're both technically sound. And we even said, you know what? We're going to record the first one. And if it's not any good, it doesn't matter because we're going to get better. Yeah. And just that alone, coming from a place of like, it's just okay to suck at something for a while and then get better. And that comes from elastic habits. Because if you set a new habit, or you set a new goal, like if we were to set the new goal of... We're starting a podcast and we got to record it. If it doesn't go well, we would have never recorded. We wouldn't have had a second episode. We probably wouldn't have even gotten through that first one. No, because it was a struggle. Yeah. We struggled hard or even going back and editing. Like we, we didn't have a whole camera. It wasn't recording. So like we have me on camera and not him for an entire episode. (laughs) Yeah. So the first thing we do is have a technical difficulty. If we were in traditional habit building mode, we failed and like, oh, it must not be for us. And how many times do you hear that with people like when they try something new? How many times have I heard that in real estate with people? It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, was, I wanted to wholesale, but this I made this offer and it just didn't work out. And then like it got stuck at title for two months. It just must not be for me. No, it's just called your first deal. Your first deal takes a couple months. The next deal takes two weeks because you are building new habits. You're getting better. You are improving and you're adding context to your life. I think that's one of my favorite pieces about Elastic Habits is that it gives you grace. I was going to I was going <laughs> to say some sort of like sports reference. Like I'm sure like I'm sure I'm not. But LeBron was probably always good at basketball. <laughs> I was going to say I'm sure the first time LeBron picked up a basketball, he wasn't great. But like it, it comes with like practice and habit. Same thing. Like you're practicing. Yeah. I mean, there's you there's. You picked the one guy with a generational gift. That's what I mean. Like, but, I'm sure he was actually good the first time he picked it up. No, but, you know, he probably wasn't, to be honest with you. Like, he's developed his craft just like anybody else. Yeah. I think if you really want me to go deep on, like, a sports reference, one well, of the Well, that's why I was letting you have it, because well, I don't know sports. Oh, well, one of the coolest things ever just happened. His name's Drew Maggi. He was in the minor leagues for the Pirates for 13 years, and he got called up to the bigs, had his first hit. He was in the minor leagues for 13 years. Most people are in the minor leagues for a couple of years, and if they don't make it, they're told to retire. His agent told him to retire eight years ago, and now he got to live his dream. Like, that doesn't happen without understanding context and without understanding progression and how to show up every day. I'm sure he had a lot of grace, too. It, if he wouldn't have... Yeah. He, his own brother, was his little brother was in the minor leagues for four years and then retired. So his own brother, his own family was even in the minor leagues with him and he stuck with it. And now he got the shot, got his you know first hit, first RBI. It was, it was awesome to see. But that's a great example. Like You have to continue to build your craft and progress and it comes with grace. And, it re- and I'm a huge believer in it starting in a root of having some sort of flexible, have, call it what you want, elastic, flexible. Have, just have context around your understanding that traditional habit building comes from negativity, it comes from a place of lack and has zero grace. So what are the chances of it happening? Well, roughly 8%. But <laughs> depending on where you research again. But that's the importance of understanding when you're going to make a change, how to go about it and how you want to be going about it. About it. Okay, so 
we know that traditional habit building has limited context. So the question becomes in, in expanding on this progression and how you can build momentum in it and really have it become self-fulfilling because it's going to continue to feed you in a positive way. So again, traditional habit building, since it lacks context, even when you're succeeding, you are slowly moving towards failure eventually at some point because there's going to be a life event that happens. It's inevitable. We live on planet Earth, right? Meanwhile, with elastic habits, there is a way that you can actually measure your progress. Personally, I like to name the levels. You can name them as you wish. Maybe we can go through. I would love to hear your levels. My levels. You're like, I don't have levels right now. You're going to name levels right now, and I'm going to enjoy it. So... Me being the gamer that I am, mine are all video game oh, levels. Oh, these are video game levels, okay. So, well, well, in 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 your world, in my context, yeah, okay. because it works for me okay. exactly. Like I know what day I'm going into because of this. But what I mean by this is, you can start to measure and track your progress, which will feed you in a positive way because you're like, look at my progress. Like just like with my example of, I haven't had a pop in eight weeks, and then I had a pop, and it's like I only had one pop in eight weeks. It's incredible. And I was able to go another month and like and stay off of it, which has been incredible. God, I feel so much better too. You know, I'm down. I lost twelve pounds. You in look three better. Days. You lost like face weight. Like I didn't even. Well, what it was was water weight yeah. because my I, my body had to hold on to water weight to process the sugar. Yeah, that's how much sugar I was taking in, and I didn't realize that. So when I got off of it, I lost twelve pounds of water weight. I feel and look great. Like, I mean, I remember in. when your old house when you would have only pop in your fridge, and it would make me so angry because i'd come over and be like i hate sink water and you wouldn't have like any sort of like juice it was just you always had a two liter or like two of coke in your fridge yeah at all times which by the way it was actually coke not pepsi <laughs> because it's pop anyways so, <laughs> so but we but you can measure progress that will feed you in a positive way and it will actually make you better and make you build momentum and make you want to do it more which will get you better results which you can create wealth off this you can create health off this prosperity opportunity fulfillment progression all of it and the way that i like to explain this is i like to uh, essentially apply a point system to my levels so what i do is I will have levels, say, one through four, one through five. You can name them and have different flexibilities in them. Again, flexible uh, habits. So, you know, your level one is just the simplest thing that you can possibly do during the day that is in line with your habit or that what you're trying to build on that gets you any sort of dopamine hit or result or feeling of progress. So let's say you want to learn a new skill. So that could be research, it could be study, it could be, I'm going to read a chapter of a book, I'm going to read a paragraph of a book, and that will help me focus forward on what we're actually doing and and, and progressing and getting better, right? So that would be a level one. Level one, if I complete level one, I get a point. I get one point. Now, the next thing you can do is you can go, okay, what's level two? Well, level two can't be as easy as level one, obviously. It's the next level that you can feel some sort of growth or progress, but it's a little bit further, it's a little bit more difficult, and it gets you a little bit more progress, right? It takes a little bit longer, and it improves you a little bit further. So this might be, I'm going to read an entire chapter of a book, and I am going to practice, you know, insert whatever thing that you want to learn. I'm going to practice it one time. That would be a medium level. That would be a level two, right? And how many points do you get for that? Two. two. You can get two points for that, wow. right? So then you just move up the levels and the things progressively get, 
I don't even want to say more difficult, just more focused and more refined. So your level three is going to be, I'm going to read a chapter in a book. I'm going to practice the thing two times, and I'm going to take a physical step in making my health better. So I'm going to walk. I'm just going to be physical. I'm going to improve my physiology that way, which will again feed you, make you better. This is a level three. You don't get three points. You get five, right? Because you're improving more and more. You're getting compounding results. So your point level is higher. And then finally, you can have one last level. It can be a hard level that is a real push in intensity. You can't live there because it's just too hard. Right? It's just too much. It's going to be, I'm reading a chapter at the beginning of the day. I'm reading a chapter at the end of the day. I'm practicing whatever I'm learning all day long. I'm going to test myself and I'm going to try it in a new venture and I'm probably going to fail, but that's okay because I'm going to be getting better. Like see the detail of that. And how much better it is. But once you do it, you're going to feel great. And you're going to make progress. You're going to be better. And you get, say, 10 points for that. Or 7 points. And what you do is you set a point goal for the month. Or for the week. If you want to break it down and just be weak, that's fine. Or you can set it for the month. Whatever may, might work best for you. And what you do is you set yourself a point goal. And then you track your points throughout the week or the month. However long you've set it for. And if you say you're doing a month, just for simplicity's sake. Like your point goal can't be 30 because then you could just do a level one easy every single day and reach your goal. So your point goal has to be something a little more difficult. It has to be, my point goal is 42. So that means when you do a one, if you're not feeling it that day, to your gym example, I'm just really not feeling like lifting today, so I just went on a walk. That would be a level one. It's a perfect example. I earned myself a point. I got one point closer to what my goal is. But if you get four or five days away from your goal set, and you're 17 points away, you know, like, I actually got to get in there today and lift the weights and do the things that way I can earn myself five points that way I can get to my goal it just creates yourself progress you see yourself getting closer to this number and you're getting closer to your goal set and it builds you it literally builds you momentum you want to hear my name levels don't you I do <laughs> I also imagine in your office you have like a sticker chart you can you, you, that, so that's what's you can have fun with it yeah that's what's so cool about I it. would love to have like a, a calendar and like little gold stars to stick on every day. How many yeah. stars I got? <laughs> you know what's funny? Those are my levels. Those are it's gold stars. That's what mine are. Well, you know what's funny about that? What? Is we do that until like what fifth grade? Yeah. And then we stop because it in fifth it's fifth or sixth grade where learning goes from playful and fun to fall in line. It's fifth or sixth grade. It's right in there. So that's why you get gold stars because it keeps everybody entertained and it's fun and you get to see progression. And then for some reason we quit it because we have to stamp out everybody. Because the real world is so scary. Because we, well, you're getting ready to stamp out life. Yeah. All right? creativity, all fun, all happiness. Because you have to fall in line. That's fifth or sixth grade that that happens. Yeah. That's why we homeschool. But to your point, I want to do gold stars. I think that's awesome. That's what's so cool about it. Hey, this star is worth five points, and I can't wait to get myself one of those. I want to go get me one of those. And you get a dopamine hit of accomplishment and completion, and then you're moving towards your And guess what? And you feel great because you're like, man, I feel so good that I was able to do that today, and I'm in line with my goal. And pretty soon, you have a brand new habit that's built. You have brand new progress. You have brand new results. And it can be money-related. It could be health-related. It could be anything. And you're improving because of it, because of the way that you've set it up. So what are your levels? All right, my levels. All video game stuff. So my level one is noob. <laughs> I 
Okay, I didn't expect to say the word noob on this podcast nope. today, but now you now you heard it. Yep. No, so 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 level level one's noob level. That's like the day that it's a serious poll day. I'm lucky. If, like my focus is going to be definitely family, hanging out, relaxing. But I want to stay sharp, so I'm gonna read a chapter of a book. Okay. Or or listen to a chapter of a book. Like I'm flexible on that one, right? Yeah. Like later on in my levels, I have to read and listen and like there's a number of things study write practice there's a number of things for my hard one so my next level is novice uh my level after that is um i typically just name it hard i've actually changed this one a bunch of times it's just kind of whatever my mood is Mm -hmm. but my last one the one that's truly hard the one that like means the most to me is called ultra nightmare mode (laughs) (laughs) your worst and anybody in gaming understands like what that's from so it's ultra nightmare mode and you know going into that like this today's gonna be a day today's today's a today's i gotta get get it done day and there's no excuses anything that's on the to-do list has to get done no matter what if it's paperwork if it takes energy from me if it takes more than it gives it all has to get done that's my ultra nightmare mode i think that would be called like menace for me Menace? I'm an absolute menace. That would be mine. <laughs> yeah. Feral mode. Feral. No, feral's before that. Menace is the the worst. Menace is the worst. Yeah. Okay, so your levels would be your easy. Le- what would your easy level be? What would you name that? Oh goodness, you can't put me on the spot. Yeah, I can. Feral so and fun. menace were easy. Uh, I don't know what words do I usually use. For easy? Yeah. I don't know. Cake. Weenie. Cake. Weenie. Yeah, see? See? Weenie. See, like, oh, I'm Weenie gonna... Hot Junior mode. That's what it see? is. See? Okay. This is my point. This is why this is fun. And this is why it works. I'm going to get a text in like three days and go, I was totally a weenie today. I'm going to... But I'll I'm send... going to go, but you got a point. I'm going to give you a list of like my... I'll give you my levels and I come up with them. But the it's absolutely Weenie Hut Junior. And you have... You know what that's from. Weenie Hut Junior? You don't know what that's from. Am I supposed to know what that's from? What's Weenie Hut Junior from? SpongeBob. Is it SpongeBob? Yeah, Weenie Hut Juniors. It's like a, it's like a little kid. Seen a like, lot of SpongeBob. Yeah. I don't remember that one though. Weenie, I'm not, I'm not saying that as a GIF of it pops up on screen right now. <laughs> You'll see one. Weenie, Weenie, Weenie Hut Junior. Okay. Yeah, Weenie Hut Juniors. But that's why this is fun. See how this is already working? Yeah. Like if it, you, if you, if you're watching this or listening to this, like you can literally be applying this right now. You can be taking notes and you can be going, all right, what are my levels gonna be? And what's my new habit that I want to build? I want to, I want to, I want to escape dogma in some shape, way, or form. Like I, I, my goal is to create, like my goal can't be to create more free time by working more. Like, because those are different, those are different. Weenie Hut <laughs> Juniors. A, and then okay. there's, and then there's Super Weenie Hut Juniors, which would be the next level up. There, see there, uh, there you go. There so you, you got go. your easy, your medium, you got your feral and you got your menace. There we yep. go. Perfect. And you got your one point, your two point, your three point, your five point, whatever it is, whatever you end up, you know, applying to them. But this level of progression gives context to what you're doing, which is really the true answer to building a new habit is context. And one of the things that I I say a lot, if you've ever followed me or taken any of my trainings or interacted with us in any shape, way or form, you've probably heard me say at some point the real life cell on a spreadsheet doesn't exist. But it applies here, too. That's because I constantly remind myself of that. Yeah. It's something that I, I honestly use. I wouldn't say on a daily basis, but I, I use it a lot because every time and it goes back into having grace, like the dog walking in and making noise. like The dog literally having an asthma attack on the floor right now, snotting everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just, it's, it's okay. Like he's so cute. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, you can't see him, but he's adorable. He's the cutest French bulldog on the planet. But that just gives context to or things like it's okay the to cat be in real life. Yeah. Knocking off a cup and keys and I think it was probably two cups and keys off the yeah. table and Wyatt screaming blue yeah, in the why, other room. Yeah, yeah. Wyatt's yelling at the cats. It's just part of real life. It's okay to operate in real life. And once I once I recognize that that there's no real life cell on a spreadsheet to categorize something and predict something and look around a corner, it's just it's okay to progress. It's okay to get better. It's okay to understand that a flexible habit or elastic habit is going to stick like this is how you create something a new idea that will stick with you and you're not going to fall off of it you're not creating resolutions if our biggest problem today is the dog snotting and the cat knocking a cup over in the other room we have to win because this is the first win we'd have we did we did really good yeah Yeah. don't say it yet but i think we did Everyone in the comments is going to be, was this a win? Was this a win? It is. Was it a super weenie all... hut? Was it, a, <laughs> or was it a weenie hut junior? Was it a super weenie hut junior? We're absolute menaces today. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel like we've been really productive today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had multiple one-on-one calls today that have gone great. We've got this recording done. I, have... I got my hair done. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been that Did productive. Did you go to the gym? No, I'm going after this. Oh, oh, okay. My gym bag's with me. Uh, see, it's a, you know, maybe that's a three. But you know what? I had a, a productive last night. I was up till three a.m. Yeah, editing podcasts, and that was that was a that was a menace day for me. I got so much done yesterday, which I think it's interesting too. Is um, this goes back to momentum's real and motivation's not? Is you you put that off because you didn't think you were gonna like it? I put off that podcast. We recorded the first like podcast episode a month ago. A month ago. It was more than a month ago because I've been home for three weeks and I was gone for almost three weeks. Yeah, so so yeah, it, was it was almost two months ago. Six weeks ago that we recorded. Yeah, it was like one. a month and a half ago that I, we recorded it. And I was like, I kept putting it off. I kept, I mean, I was busy, but I could have. We were both I, busy. We yeah. were both really busy, but I could have pulled so, that all nighter. Well, notice how I never condemned you and you never condemned yeah, me. That's, no. that's my whole point in this is that there was a very good chance that if we didn't take different mental approaches, if we would have took just straight up traditional mental approach traditional habit building approach episode two is never a thing episode three is never a thing they would have never got edited they would have never been edited yeah. we would have been like it's not for us like it really didn't go well i mean that took us all day to set up this took 12 minutes yeah it's more we, complicated we walked in we looked at the room figured out what we wanted to do and it took us maybe like 15 minutes to set yeah up. like your level of progression when you have man when you have grace for yourself that could be a whole i mean if you want to talk about grace that could be a two-hour episode on itself i'll add it to the list yeah, but I, I I like that example. Yeah. Of what you're, you're stating, because I was I was trying to be really graceful with myself when I was like not wanting to edit it, and yeah. I would make I would try to make little steps, like you know, like we had junior steps. Like I would I would download the videos and I would download DaVinci, but like getting myself to edit it was a lot. And last night I finally was like I reached my point where I had to be a menace. I was like I yeah, yeah. have to edit this right now. We like I had a deadline. I had to meet it. Yeah. And then I started editing, and I was like I was having the time of my life. I was. So I was in such a good mood. I enjoyed it so much. And I actually was like, I want to edit all of them tonight. Like I started downloading more videos <laughs> and I realized it was 4 a.m. It was like 3.30. I was like, I need to go to sleep. But I'm surprised I didn't get that text. I did get a text. You did get a text. I said, I said, what did I say? Something you like. You said, I think I'm in love. <laughs> like, a lot of context there. That's a great example. That's such a cool, ex- it's such a real life context, cool example, because 
there's a lot of people that so you went to south america for three weeks three weeks yeah so you're in south america for three weeks you know you didn't do for three weeks and hit the gym every day no it's my point like yeah. most people come back and they're never again like oh, i've already broken i'm three weeks yeah the first thing i did when i got back the next morning was go to the gym yeah yeah because you had context for yourself yeah you had grace for yourself Grace. 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 That was Mama Bear and Baby Anya. And the dogs. <laughs> and the dogs. Yeah. So what what questions or what exa- maybe what other examples do you have? Like what when you think about elastic habits, you and I've talked about this before a little bit, but what questions might you have off top of your top of your head of Hmm. Okay, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. In relevance to habit building, how do you feel about seventy five hard? 70 oh, I, I actually call it communist hard <laughs> okay i know i call it 75 communist okay because <laughs> i just i feel like this is like a really relevant thing right now it people is. are all doing it but i want to know how, how sustainable and like how I, it's, you, it's not I that's was why i that's why i don't like it 75 hard is built in i'm just going to do this one thing it's like a diet i want to know how many people complete 75 hard which I, th- I love the challenge piece of it and I love the commitment level of it, but I don't love that it has an end date. We're not making a lifestyle change. We're just going on a diet for 75 days and then 150 days from now, I look like I do now. I, if I did 75 hard, I would be back on pop. Yeah, because after day 75, I've you can do whatever you it. want. It's done. I've reached my finish line. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't like that it has a finish line. I don't know a, a ton about the context around it. Um, I really like Andy. I like all of his stuff. Like I like, yeah. I, I like his stuff. Um, he's, and I love that he's honest and I soup nothing but respect. Yeah. But I don't love that seventy five hard is why I haven't done it. People ask me all the time, why haven't you done it? Why haven't you done it? I don't like that it has a finish line. I don't like that it has an end date. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to build something that doesn't last. Like I'm trying to make shifts in my life that always point towards improvement and a compounding exponential positive result over time. I also don't like the punishment aspect of it because if you get to day like 30, say, oh, and you, you, mean fail, you fail, you have to restart. So it's the opposite of what you're saying. You don't reward yourself. Building. Yeah. Not, I guarantee more than 90% of people fail at 75 hard. Yeah. But you, Which, do, but you don't hear about them. You only hear about the people tracking their successes. Well, no, they, you, I, at least I hear about them because they say, they say when they advertise it, they're like, nobody can do it. They try to give you like this challenge aspect where they're like, oh, only like X percent of people complete 75 hard. It's got to be less than 10%. Yeah, I I think it is. I think it's like 10% of people can complete it. It has to, which is right in line with all the research that I did on habit building. Right. Because 90% fall. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure it was like only like 10% of people complete 75 hard. But then when you, when we talk about like put it in this context, I understand why now. Yeah. And the reason I call it 75 communists is because nobody questions it and they just fall in line. <laughs> that's, that's communism. Someone <laughs> just called you George Orwell. <laughs> what? <laughs> so again, to, to, to go back to that, I love the idea behind it of making an improvement and seeing the before and after changes of somebody on 75 art is crazy. Like It's unbelievable to see the changes because I like the stuff that's built inside of it, but it's got a finish line. I, like, I want to see a follow-up of these people six months from now. Yeah. And that, so now we have a before after before picture. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't love that. Maybe they have something built in there that it, it continues. And the whole point, I'm sure the whole point behind it is that 
you know, it takes 60 to 90 days to build a habit and hopefully you've built a habit at that point and you stay the same. But psychologically, I don't think people are understanding that. And I think the second piece to that is it is built in failure. It's built in lack. So if you fail on day 30... It's not that you reward yourself and you're like, oh, I'm so happy that I went 30 days of going to like working out twice a day, reading a book, like eating healthy. That's you... ultra nightmare mode for 75 straight days. Yes. yes. And it's not sustainable. Yeah. not Right. Until at, least you not, at least not when you go from the polar opposite. Until you hit the finish line. Yeah. And then you hit the finish line. You go, I did it. And then, and then, it's, and then what next? What next? That's the same thing as like people who are like, oh, I'm going to go on a diet. And it's not like I'm going to make like a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on a diet. Which are two different things. Exactly. There's there's a relationship there. Yeah. Pe- people people who are truly successful at building new habits and making real, real health changes, they understand that food is a relationship. And they're like, I have to change my relationship with food for the remainder of my life. I'm not looking to hit a keto diet for 30 days. Yeah. This is why all diets fail is because they're built in traditional habit building. So the people that are successful in making a real health change recognize that they have to have a different relationship with food for the rest of their life. They aren't looking at a specific finish line. They've under, they now understand how to get the finish line to stop moving. They've adopted the infinite game on, I'm going to make this change. I have to commit to it. I have context to it. I'm going to have flexibility within it. I just need to get a little bit better every single day. And I'm going to see this health change. So... It's interesting that you asked me about 75 hard because there's a lot of positivity to it. I am not disrespecting it at all. And again, I really like uh, the people who came up with it. I mean, I agree. I think going in any direction of like positive change is good because eventually, like even if it doesn't work like the end, you go back to your lifestyle. You'll have some understanding of like, oh, the way that I was living during 75 hard was better. You'll feel that pain. So. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully they understood, they, they have a better understanding of what it takes. Right. Now they just have to learn grit. They have to learn yeah. that it has to be a lifestyle change. A lifestyle change in a diet, it's so different. A lifestyle change in a commitment is so different. Yeah. Like they, they are adopting long-term infinite game mentality versus short-term game instant gratification, instant comfort, and hopefully I bust out of this short-term cycle, which just isn't going to happen. Yeah, so... I, Adopting a lifestyle of without a finish line, which is scary, of having context to your habits, having context and understanding to what you're doing on a daily basis, and understanding that you can progress every single day, and that will give you new results that you can build into your health, your wealth, your opportunity, your prosperity, all of it. Did you want to get into compounding habits? I know you mentioned earlier. So, compo- so compounding habits, especially within the elastic habit world or the flexible habit world, It's just understanding that you have one core habit and we'll do a whole episode on this. We'll do a whole conversation on this because it's really, really valuable stuff. And if you want to watch a free training video on it, I actually have a free training video specifically on compounding habits and understanding that there is one habit specifically that is causing all the rest. And what can happen is when you can get to the root of what's actually happening in your life, what can happen is that it's actually easier to eliminate every bad habit that you have instead of trying to eliminate one at a time. So a lot of people, and I'm just, let's just use me again. Um, I'll just take ownership on that. I needed to quit drinking pop. So for me to quit drinking pop, I had to stop eating pizza and I had to stop playing video games for a while. Because when I play a video game, what am I going to do? I kind of want a slice of pizza. And if I'm going to have a slice of pizza, what's going to happen? You're going to get a Dr. Pepper. I kind of want a Dr. Pepper with it. 
Exactly. So one leads into the other. So if I cut out video games for a little while, I can understand how to cut out the rest. They all feed on each other. There's one that feed or there's one that fuels all the other ones. They feed off the, the, the main habit, right? So another example, I, I used to, I used to, when I played baseball, I used to chew, right? So when I would chew, I, would, I correlated chew with baseball. So once baseball was over, it was easier to quit chewing. Like I just, I could just stop. But to give you an idea of how tightly wound like your brain and how tightly connected your brain is on habits and why it's so difficult, especially to build a new habit within a traditional habit mind of like black and white win or loss. Like this is why it's so difficult to this day. This is not an exaggeration. After I was done playing baseball, I did um, being a huge car guy. We built cars. Me and my friends built cars together. When we would build cars, we would chew. And before we would chew, every day that we would work on a car, we would stop and get a pizza. We'd stop and get hot, uh, uh, Little Caesar hot and ready. <laughs> pizza sounds like it's the root of all of your problems. <laughs> yeah, I love pizza. I just realized that. <laughs> Working through this. Uh, so we would stop and get a Little uh, little Caesar hot and ready pizza, which if you've never had, they are golden. They're amazing. Uh, but we would, we would each have our own and we would eat pizza and work on the cars. Great habit. You could probably do that in your 20s, probably not so much in your 30s, 40s, and so on. <laughs> But that was what we that's what we did every day. And when we were done uh, eating, we would all have a chew. We would, uh, we would have I would have what's called Copenhagen. To this day, if I have a Little Caesars pizza, I can taste Copenhagen in the crust. Really? And it's been over a decade. Wow. I can go get a Little Caesars hot and ready right now, right now, and I will taste Copenhagen in the crust. My brain is literally telling me, you know, you had a little Caesars, dips next. That's is, a perfect example of it then, because that's like, that's your proof in and of itself. If you still can eat little Caesars and think about that, that proves that compound habits exist. It's been a decade. So that is just absolute proof of compounding habits. It's absolute proof that to break a habit, to make a new habit, to replace a habit, you have to have context. You have to have understanding. You have to be flexible in what you're building and give yourself grace and understand that progression is so much more important than a finish line end result. We covered good and bad habits today, like positive and negative. Yes. Yeah, because I was those were negative. Yeah. Though, Up to this point, we were talking about all oh, like good, like building good habits. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's 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 how you're gonna break out of break out of these things. So whatever habit that you have, one, it's okay. What you're also not the only one. You're not alone by any means. There's probably shame around it. People don't talk about it, right? I could name 10 habits right now that a majority of the planet has that people go, I'd rather you not mention that. Thanks. Uh, I would I would never. Multi-billion dollar industry, but I'm the only one in the room that's like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, like I could name 10 things like that right now, right? Because there's shame around it and shame's giving, you know, fuel to the, to the old bad habit and to break into new habit, you know, your level five ultra nightmare mode might be, I'm going to tell someone. I'm going to tell someone. Someone will keep me accountable. I'm going to tell someone that I have to break this habit and I want to make an improvement. And it's the scariest thing that you ever do. But immediately that weight comes off. You've made progress and you are building a new You're Welcome to Elastic Habits. Welcome to Flexible Habits. So if you want to watch training videos on that, <laughs> you can watch seven free trainings that I have. Literally. 
with a link in the description down below. We talk about compounding habits. We talk about these elastic habits. You can watch a full video training specifically for this. That way you can start applying it to your life and you can check this out for completely free. It's a link down in the description below. If you enjoyed what you've heard here, what you've been watching, please like and subscribe. If you've liked the video, like it. If you didn't like it, thumbs down it to let us know that we need to do better for next time. Tell us what you want to hear about. Yeah, tell us what you want to hear about in the comments down below. We want this to be a discussion. This is a movement. My mission is to end financial suffering. And for us to be able to do that, I'm doing it alongside Aisley, which is amazing, by the way. I am so proud of her. This is, she is actually a, a, the perfect example of what we've been talking about today. Because here we are. Uh, we've recorded multiple episodes of this. If this is your first episode, you can go back and watch the other ones. But when she started... I don't like being on camera. I literally had like dripping in sweat, (laughs) hives. I was on the verge of tears at the thought of being in front of the camera. They literally talked me off the ledge. Yeah. And because she's used to being behind the camera, she's got nothing to worry about. She's beautiful. She's amazing. Super good. She's good at everything. She's part of the 1% uh, for her age group. So she can just smile about it. But in all seriousness... I'm super excited that we're doing this. I'm super excited that you guys made it this far and that you're applying new things. But let us know in the comments what you want to hear about, how we can help, ask questions. We will be down there to help. And then if you want to watch new trainings, descriptions are in the link down below, and we'll be able to help you there. I think we did it. We did it.